Hi, everyone, and welcome to the American Constitutionalist. I'm Jeff Tokar, your host, and with me is Cliff DeCamp. The American Constitutionalist's main purpose is to defend and champion a return to the original intent and meaning of the United States Constitution. In addition, we at the American Constitutionalist are not afraid to mix politics and religion because we believe in America, they're inseparable. America was built as a Judeo-Christian nation, and history proves it. Yet, even though we were built on the Christian principles of the Bible as a Judeo-Christian nation, our founding fathers and framers of our Constitution still left you with the freedom of choice in religion. And Cliff, in all of that, this past week we celebrate Thanksgiving, and this time of year, over the past several years, we usually talk about the history of Thanksgiving. We're not going to do that on this podcast because we all know about how the pilgrims and the Indians and so forth and the blessing and the food and sharing. They had a feast back then, and we don't know everything that was in that feast. I'm sure what they had in the time, they had probably corn and carrots and vegetables and may have had turkey. Don't know if they had that or not, duck and deer and so forth. But they gave Thanksgiving for uh, what they had. And if you study when they first came, um, they really almost didn't make it because of disease and the winter and, and trying to survive. And actually, the first real settlers were in Jamestown, and, and that was just destruction. Uh, but you can go back if you want and look it up in history and see all the things that happened. But they were thankful, and we've celebrated Thanksgiving for for hundreds of years here in the United States of America. And it's a special time of year. It, truly, that song that says it's the most wonderful time of year, to me, it, it is. Um, growing up, I have fond memories of Thanksgiving. Um, Mom making the turkey and the smell through the house and watching the Macy's Parade on television and then uh, football in the afternoon, and still do that to this day. So I'm really thankful for the provision that God has made for our family over the years and getting to share with other people and, and the blessings that he's bestowed on the United States of America. This truly was the New Jerusalem, the city, the light on the hill that those first settlers wanted to be. And because they served God, they sought God, they were built as a Judeo-Christian nation, he blessed this nation, and we have a lot to be thankful for. I know growing up, used to go to grandmas, used to go to our aunts and uncles, and, and I think we talked about this even last year. You kind of shared some of the same holiday-type um, events in, in during the Thanksgiving and Christmas season when you grew up. Yes, we used to you know, do everything, so, some traditions year after year, You know, go around the table, say what we were thankful for. Um, my mother had this, uh, we, would, we would write down, uh, on the tablecloth, you know, things that we were thankful for and put the year, year down or the date down, that sort of thing. So there were there were traditions that we did when I was much younger. So we used to go back and forth between my mother and my aunt. So my mother's sister, we would go, we would do it one year at our place and then one year at my aunt's house uh, and it rotated back and forth. But we had a great time uh, either place, no matter where we were at. There were a few years that we actually uh, did things where we recorded some stuff, uh, and we did put those on on uh, cassettes at back in the day. Uh, unfortunately, no one seems to be able to locate those. They were very funny. We had a great time doing them. Everyone laughed uh, as we were trying to like read different things uh, uh, to to memorialize them. And in, in some respects, recently I was talking to my sister-in-law and she's like, I've got no recordings of your brother. I have no, you know, it's not like I can uh, play his voice even. And I said, well, you know what? We did those recordings. Have you ever, and, and Larry was on those, have you 
are there any cassette tapes that he left behind, et cetera? And she said she would look for them, but um, I don't know if we'll ever recover any of those. I, I hope someday we are able to do that. Hopefully we can use, we'll actually be able to play them back and they won't have deteriorated so badly. But, uh, but that was another thing that we'd like to do. Now, one of the things I would suggest to people for Thanksgivings going forward with all the technology that we have, you know, why not sit around the, the dining room table as you're eating uh, or after you've eaten or before you've eaten, et cetera, and, you know, say what you're thankful for and record it. And, yeah. and you know, have a recording of your family doing that um, because years after that, when people are gone and passed away or are out of the area, et cetera, you'll be able to play those things back at the next, you know, at, at a future Thanksgiving and say, remember when this happened? to bring back those memories of previous happy Thanksgivings. Right. And you could do it with most phones. You can just make videos of it and edit it together and put it into an MP4 file and, and archive it and share it with everybody. I think that's a great idea. I've done that with a lot of friends that were happened to be pastors and mentors of mine over the years. And, and I got to spend with two in particular, uh, a lot of time with them in their last days and unbeknown to the family, we got together and I made videos of them and we played them at their memorial services and I gave them to the families and that's special to them because when they made those videos, they knew that these were the things they were going to share after their death with their family and they were really special. So I think that's a great idea. And, and just what are you thankful for? And I, I know everybody listening to this podcast when we talk, your mind is probably scrambling and going through time, remembering the fond memories, hopefully fond memories as a child and family Thanksgivings and get togethers. And people are so busy nowadays and traveling and families like mine are literally coast to coast. It's hard to see each other. So um, there's a lot to be thankful for and grateful for and how that we've been blessed so abundantly here in America. You know, another thing that you could do in those settings is to ask some of the older uh, members of your family to tell about Chris or not Christmases, Thanksgivings from the past that they can remember that may predate a lot of the people in the room right. and ask them, what did you guys do back then? Where did you have Thanksgiving at? What did you do? You know, what kind of uh, food did you eat? You know, what was on the menu? Uh, and, and what other activities did you do after the meal was over? Uh, you know, that sort of thing and get those things memorialized as well so that in the future you could play those things back and say, hey, this is what, you know, great grandma so-and-so uh, said about the first Thanksgiving she can remember as a child. Uh, those would all be great memories to have. Yeah. And I hope that everybody had that opportunity to do that and share together and will continue to do it even through the Christmas season and on into the new year just to be grateful for every day we have. And that's some of my biggest concerns about the future of America and with all the wokeism and the ideologies that are being literally placed into our kids' minds as early as kindergarten, they're being brainwashed. And we've lost the patriotism that I know our parents had, the pride for this country. And they're being taught in some circles that, you know, America's evil, America's dark, America is a threat to the world and not to love America. I wish those people, you know, we get together and buy them a ticket and send them somewhere else. Just if you want to go where it's better than America, go ahead. You think about how God has blessed this nation. Really think about that. You look through time 
and think about this. This is amazing to think. It was until about 1908, and even after then for a while, when we had that first Model T before then, we were on horses, wagons, chariots back into the Roman and Egyptian and times in Israel. Think about that. Thousands of years, and since the late 1800s and then the 1900s and now the 2000s, think of the technological advances we've had in this world, and a lot of it because of the innovation and the freedom, capitalism, right here in the United States of America. So we have a lot to be grateful for in the time we are living in. We are living in the best times of history as far as the health standards and the living standards and the food supply and travel and all the things that we're blessed to do. And my concern is that these kids really don't understand, like our parents told us coming out of the Depression and what they didn't have and what they strive for day by day just to live, how much we are blessed. And we just had Veterans Day um, this past month. And the men and women who have literally given their lives and made the ultimate sacrifice for us to keep this freedom. And it's being spawned away, wasted away by people who have come to this country, who've not adopted the culture and roots of this country, and they're destroying it from the inside out by brainwashing our kids. And one of the things I've mentioned before on past podcasts that can happen is sometimes only change and sometimes people are only woken up through adversity. And if we don't wake up and if we don't change our ways and we don't have the right people elected into office to get us back to our roots, then it may take that adversity for America to turn. And a lot of times you can think about this in relationships, you can think this in many different things in your work or however you want to apply it, but sometimes you really don't realize what you had until you lose it. And in the future, losing freedom and losing America could be finite because they settled to this country. They left political and religious persecution when they came to these shores and there was opportunity to explore this new world, so to speak, but there's really nowhere else to go. Once freedom is lost in America, it's lost in the world forever. So that's a big concern of mine, Cliff, the next generation's coming up. And I love what you said about saving in posterity those videos and people telling stories about um, their family before them and how they celebrated and the blessings of this nation. I think that's an excellent idea to propagate the blessings and fortune of America to future generations. Yeah, it's uh, it's something that you're not only memorializing the actual things that occurred, but you're also you know pointing out to the current generation how things were in the past and how much better they are today, and and the the blessings that we have uh, based upon the fact that we're in the United States and in the years 2023 and. You know, we're, we all have, for the most part, shelter and food and, uh, you know, uh, heat and, um, you know, all of those things that was lacking sometimes in, in previous years, uh, even in the United States. So we've been blessed as a country. Um, everyone should recognize that that's the case. Um, and, you know, uh, we should try to continue to perpetuate this, not try to tear it down but to try to continue to do what it is that has been done in the past by our ancestors and continue to do that going forward to make things better and, and to keep the standard of living 
that we currently have. God's word was the plumb line for us to live as a moral and just free society. And you have the freedom of choice in religion. You have that freedom and God gives it to you too, whether you choose him or not. But to stay and live as the nation we've been, we have to get back to those roots as a plumb line or we will fail. I'm holding in my hand right now one of the first textbooks, not literally the first textbooks in the United States of America, but a copy of the printing of one of the first textbooks in America in 1777, the New England Primer, and it is saturated in teaching kids based on God's holy word. And I wish we would put this back into the schools because it teaches them the alphabet, teaches them the Lord's Prayer, and a lot of other things, and it gives a good guiding foundation to living a a moral and a just and a righteous life. And we're missing that. And if we don't get back, we're in big trouble. And I think there's only two ways we can get back. And that's by getting on our knees and praying to the Almighty God to change the hearts and the minds and the souls of the people of America to look for Him. And then to look for those people who are running for office that are like-minded. Because if we don't elect the right people in 2024, that could be the nail in the coffin. If we don't elect the right president, if we don't elect the right senators and United States representatives to go and lead us in this nation, we're in big trouble. You can see what China is doing, and they're on the move and looking towards Taiwan and Russia and Ukraine and North Korea and Iran flaring up. There's a lot of trouble and conflict in the world. You see the stuff going on in Israel and Hamas. But you know what? God is still in control. And there still is hope. And there still is opportunity. But we have to turn to him or we will be judged. Make no mistake about it. Do you want our freedoms to persist based on blessing? Or do you want us to have to face adversity to realize what we have and what we may have lost? I hope that during this Thanksgiving or Christmas season that you pray. You pray with your family. And you thank God for how he's blessed America and the freedom he's given us. Because even if America falls, God's plan and purpose will prevail. He's victorious, has won the battle over evil, and he will one day come again. But you have to decide whether you believe that or not. In his eyes, that's your freedom of choice. That's your responsibility. That's your accountability. But it's also your culpability. And for America, it's the same. You have the freedom to choose. But it's your responsibility. It's your accountability. And it's our culpability. We can make our choices, but we can't choose the outcomes of those choices. They could be good or they could be bad. But it's up to you. And I hope that during this holiday season, that you will truly reflect on how this nation has been blessed and how this world has been impacted because of the United States of America and its influence. We are exceptional, and that's only because God has blessed us and allowed us to be exceptional. We hope you'll share this podcast with as many Americans as you can and ask them to subscribe and share the link with other family and friends and join us hand in hand as we try to bring common sense and truth back to this country so that this great republic will continue in the freedom we've been blessed to have. We need you to stand with us at the American Constitutionalist, spreading the word of truth as we strive to continue to be one nation under God 
indivisible with liberty, justice, and freedom for all. For Cliff DeCamp, this is Jeff Tokar reminding you that we at the American Constitutionalist still support and believe in God, America, and freedom.